Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. Funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump and yeah. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. We are back again this week. Oh, we are. Yes. yes. Welcome to another episode of By the By. I'm trying to sit still because I think the pillows are making noises against the couch, but it's going to be hard for me to sit still. Mm-hmm. Because I never sit still. Hi. Hi, peoples. Hello, yeah. microphone people. So we're going to give you a break from desire this week. Aren't you excited? Yeah. We have... a. Fair few more podcasts coming up about Desire and our trips and the takeovers and everything that we experienced. Um, but we're going to give you a bit of a break because, you know, we don't want you to have overload or anything. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I want you to be overloaded, but sexy <laughs> overloaded. Boo, yeah. Sorry, that's my sexy <laughs> overloaded sound. <laughs> right. <coughs> right. Note to self. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think we're going to start off this week. Uh, which do you want to go first? Do you want to do Pendulum or Passion? Let's talk about Passion. All right. Yeah, so we went to Passion in Paradise, uh, middle of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was October 18th through something or another, uh, in far north Queensland, or yep. still my favorite, FNQ. Mm-hmm. It's like FNQ. It's still, it's like, it's perfect. It's like, that's the abbreviation that you want and the abbreviation that you need. Yes. So up in far north Queensland, about, uh, about an hour-ish north of, um, Cans, there's a place called Port Douglas, and it's a, it's a resort takeover that's in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's a four or five day. It starts on Thursday afternoon, and then most people leave sometime on Monday. And so it's really kind of a long weekend, an extended weekend. And it's a swingers takeover, as, as Bradford said, at this resort. And it's once a year that it's organized. Yeah. And we've gone the past couple of years, yep. and it's been. A lot of fun because it's really the only thing of its kind here in Australia. There's not really any swingers resorts or anything like Desire here. No, so it's I would say it's like Desire Light. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's a small, small place. I think, gosh, not many rooms, twenty something rooms, twenty five to thirty rooms, yeah. something like that. So not yeah. that, not very many rooms, but enough that you get a good fair number of people. Yeah, and every year, Passion in Paradise sells out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're it's full. Yeah. Um, past few years, I think they've done two weeks. Mm-hmm. This year, they only did a single week. Yes, and it's fun because you get to. I guess not. Maybe not you, unless you out there were listening, were there. But uh, we, we got there. to meet people from all over Australia. So people come from all over the place. This year, there were some folks from overseas as well. So it's good to see that that there's other people traveling, coming through somewhere on holidays, and kind of planned around this and. I'm not really sure the reasoning for everybody else, but everybody was there, mostly yeah. to have a good time. Yeah, it was so, kind of awesome yeah. to not be the only Americans there. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that is funny. Uh, so, and then you've heard some of our recording from that from that weekend, because mm-hmm. we did the swinger fails and, and, and bad flirting stories, yeah. which were some great stories. But we wanted to just talk a bit about some of our interactions and what happened at Passion. Mm-hmm. And for me... Thinking back, I think of number one is all of our costumes because yeah. we worked really hard to come up with very creative, out of the box, goofy costumes. Yeah, we don't take the costumes seriously. We never take costumes seriously. Yeah, except in the well, fact the that we take seriously. them very seriously. We, we we don't take the theme seriously. Fair enough, <laughs> uh, but we take the costuming very seriously. Yeah. But I'm, and I'm trying, I'm failing uh, on a couple of the. Uh, a couple of the the theme nights that we had. I remember one that we definitely had was the pool party. Mm-hmm. 
And then one was leather, lace, sequins, and feathers. Mm-hmm. And then so there was the seventies. Yep. Par- swinger party, and then the uh, bordello. Or well, you're um, not failing on any of that. You got each of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember. That's not in order. But I was trying to remember what we wore. And I was mm-hmm. like, why did we wear that? Oh, yeah, that would have been <laughs> this thing. So the first night was the bordello night. Mm-hmm. And so us being us, we didn't want to do the traditional uh, pimps and, and and whores or whatever you want to call it. I, I absolutely hate. Uh, it, it's a bit of a heteronormative yeah. uh, theme. So we took it in our direction in mm-hmm. which... I was a gigolo and Angela was the woman in charge mm-hmm. and that turned out great. So Yeah, so that one I had on the kind of the more military styled harness from the D design harnesses that, that she'd made for me. Um I'm pretty sure there's been a picture of that already up on Twitter somewhere. But I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so because I managed to wear it at Desire as well. Uh so I had that on, so definitely, you know, power and in charge and then uh, Bradford had on, you basically had like your brocade pants, you had wrist cuffs, you had your top hat. Um, I think you may have had suspenders. I can't remember. I don't remember the suspenders, but, but we maybe. wrote, but you had your dog tags on yes. and we wrote all over you, um, who runs the world girls just over and over and over again, all over your chest and your back. Uh, yeah. And that was, that was fun because that night, uh, the intention was to give the, the men the money so that the women you know would have to do favors or do things or whatever and make more money and so the men would be in charge of giving it out to the women and that was the initial theme at the beginning they did say one partner or another so they did kind of open it up for whichever which is good for them yes yeah good for the organizers yeah they appreciate that and we were already planning to do that anyway so i ended up with the money and so yeah bradford was doing very well at at making money and and getting money from people and I just want to tell a quick story along this line because I know we're, we're, we're and so begin the tangents. Uh-huh. So there was this really great moment where Lawrence from our secret spot was Jess was run, uh, she hadn't gotten to the resort yet. Yeah. She had had some work things, so she was getting there really late. So it was just Lawrence, and he hung out with us a, a, a fair bit. And at some point, some lady came up to him and asked for some money. And he said, well, what am I going to get? And she, I don't even remember what she offered him. It didn't matter. But he took out a, few, a bit of his money. He laid it on the table. And then Angela... Well, imme- he turned around to do something with her. I don't yeah. even know what. But he turned around, left his money behind him. So he wasn't watching it. So you grabbed his whole stack of money. Yeah. And she, you went, come this way. And we both just took off. Yeah. Went back to the room. And held onto his money. So then, fast forward. Well, we went back to the room, dropped his money off, well, and then yes. came back out yeah. and rejoined. Yeah. Fast forward a, a, an hour or so later, mm-hmm. and Lawrence looked at me and goes, did you guys take my money? I was like, I didn't. He goes, well, who took my money? Who took my money? I was like, dude, you let your money down. Angela stole your money. So I went back to the room, and it was a big pad of money. I went back to the room. I tore out half of that pad held on to it and then went back and gave him half of his money back. And Did he's like, he even notice that? No. He's like, thank you. I appreciate you giving me back. I was like, well, Angela would be mad if she knew I gave you the money back, but I'm giving you the money back. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'd stolen half of his money. That's so, so funny. That's how you make money. <laughs> well, so, and the funny thing is that people kept doing things Without me having to give them the money. Like, they would just do things anyway. And so I never... because you were in that military harness. They were all afraid you were going to arrest them or, <laughs> or, or go to war. <laughs> so I never did actually give out any of our money. We just collected from everybody else. It's just great. <laughs> it's just great. So that was fun. Yeah. And then the next night was the 70s night. Yep. Where you had this fantastic, magnificent 70s bush. Uh-huh. That, I had a merkin, a giant merkin, mm-hmm. yes, and you were basic, and then flower pasties. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what did I wear. Uh, so that one you had, um, you were the key oh, party. That, that's right. I had it took I, me a minute, but I got there. You were the key right. party. Yeah. So I had bought a bunch of keys and I had labeled them with things like um, "hug me, kiss me," thirty-seven seconds in heaven. No, thirty seconds. Thirty in seconds in heaven, yeah. uh, and and things like that. So you would. The idea was you would draw a key out of my bowl. And then in, you had to give that key to somebody. And mm-hmm. in order to give it to them, you had to do the action. 
And so the the hope was that it would be the sort of perpetual game that people yeah. would keep taking keys and passing them around as if it was a yeah. 70s key party. And all of the keys were in a bowl that was kind of attached to, to your yeah. yeah, attached to your torso. And that ended up being great. People loved it. Oh yeah. And a lot of the number of people who came up and would ask for a key and then want to go do that action with somebody. That and was then fun. come back and get another key. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I had one lady come back and I think she got five or six keys. Yeah. I think she was trying to break into a house. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that was I was really happy with the way that turned out. That was a good Yeah, uh, that was that fun. was a good evening. And then the uh, the next night or the next day was pool party. Mm-hmm. And you wore a dress that you had made and it was a thong dress, so mm-hmm. flip flops. Yeah, it was a mistake. callback to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome. People loved it. Most people were in bathing suits. I think we were the only ones that actually dressed up that not in a yeah. bathing suit. Yeah, most people had, like, nice bathing suits yeah, and we're things like that. beautiful bathing suits, but it yeah. was a pool party. So. Yeah. And then I had on a mankini that uh, Angela had cut out these little budgies made out mm-hmm. of uh, foam core and made these intricate little budgies. And so I had them all pinned to me, and then I had an Australian hat with them dangling from it. And that was my budge. I was a budgie smuggler, mm-hmm. which is, <laughs> if you live in the States, that's what they call a mankini or a uh, thong. Yeah, swimmer, the little swimmer. little tiny swimmers. Because yeah. it looks like you're hiding a budgie down there. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. And, and I then, liked on that one too. We had we had split one of the budgies and had like a head coming out one side and a tail coming out the other. So it looked like you really had a couple of them stuffed down there. Yeah. The others were just kind of all up and down all the mankini, and down but yeah. And then the last night was the feathers and whatnot. So you wore your uh, your feathered kit that you got from the uh, burlesque costume. The burlesque yeah. costume, and I wore a lot of leather mm-hmm. and feathers as well because yes. I had my feathered collar that I got yep. in Amsterdam. So all in all. It was kind of amazing. Yeah. We put in a lot of effort, and I gotta say, it paid off because we won out of the four parties. We won two for best dressed, mm-hmm. the pool party, and I think the last, the feathers, the feathers, the feather yeah. night. So I was pretty excited for that. That mm-hmm. was nice. Um, and then we gave away our prize mm-hmm. that was from uh, Geeky Sex Toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that was fun. We gave away uh, the prize to one of the couples who told their story, uh, mm-hmm. the dead grandma story. Dead Nana. Yeah, Dead Nana. Go back and listen to that one. (laughs) But it was, you know, really, I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The only negatives I can come up with were my own fault Mm -hmm. for the whole week. And one of those problems was that we left straight from work, basically, on one day and ended up on the next day. And what we've learned about each other and ourselves, I guess. As a couple. Is that we need time to calm down and get away from work brain. And reconnect with each other before going into something like this. Yeah. Because we've done several of these trips now, and every time we've done them before, and then also now, of course, after Passion this year, going to Desire, we did the same thing where we had a few days that we had some fun. We did kind of touristy, relaxing things. We had time to reconnect only with each other, away from other people, not away from other people, but away from the swinger world. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just a reconnection time for us. It was time for us to get away from work and kind of forget all of that, get into vacation mode. And we've learned that we need a couple of days to do that before going into this kind of environment. Yeah, and it's interesting because like when we, before we went to Desire, it was only three days. But mm-hmm. three days was enough yeah. for me to switch off from, start to switch off from work almost completely. Yeah. And unfortunately for Passion this year, we got there. We didn't I don't think I that. started to even start to switch off until Sunday afternoon. For Sunday me, it evening. was Saturday sometime. And, and yeah. then that meant Monday we were leaving and going mm-hmm. back to work on Tuesday. So... That was that was rough, mm-hmm. but again, that's my problem, not not passion's problem. Yeah, and it, but it, you know, I mean, while it did take us a few days to kind of really get fully into the swing of things and like kind of fully relax into it, it was good for us to kind of learn that about ourselves because I think it really highlighted it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we would not have necessarily realized. I that. agree, and now we know that, and yeah. you know, knowing is half the battle. Which is Yo good because Joe. next year when we do our holidays, you know, we've already planned, okay, we need two to, at least two days ahead of time to kind of start that process for us. To and so down. that way it gives us, you know, going into our holidays next year, we're more mentally prepared. Yeah. Mentally and emotionally, I would say. Yeah. I completely, completely agree. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. We, we were given the opportunity by the organi- event organizer to do two classes this year. Mm-hmm. We did one class last year, and she asked us to do two this year, mm-hmm. which I love. I, I thought it was a blast. Yeah. I love doing that. I love you know, having a, an audience that is chilled yeah. because they're 
on vacation. So uh, we did uh, on day one, or I guess day Friday, mm-hmm. uh, we got there mid-afternoon on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But on day on day one, Friday, we did our blowjob and cock massage class with Miss Jeff. Yes, and that had a good crowd. There were a lot of people yeah. in that. And that's always funny, you know. It's 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 funny for me thinking about it because I always make the I, I look. I give a lot of blowjobs. Mm-hmm. I know where my talent lies. So you know, this group was most. I would say maybe a quarter of them knew me, mm-hmm. and the rest don't. And it's there was a few kind of jokes about people like me being not me being up there, but I made it very clear that I gave more blowjobs mm-hmm. than most of the women in the audience. And there was a few like ha, <laughs> like positive yeah. laughs, uh, but it was just a few guffaws. It was yeah. great. Uh, and that was interesting because I know that uh, when we had talked about it with Miss Jiff, we kind of arranged it location-wise and how it was done such that if people wanted to kind of go through some of the handjob techniques as we were describing them and showing them on you, if they wanted to do it on their partner, they could. Yeah. But nobody did. Nobody did. Which I sort of get because yeah. it is... You know, you're in front of all these people. So it's either I think everybody has to do it or nobody does it. And it's not fair to force people into doing something no. like that. And, so. and it is one of those things. So this was, again, day one. So yeah. people are still kind of getting into the pun intended swing of things. And getting to know each other. Getting and, to know each other. Yeah. And not everybody was naked. No. A lot of the women were topless, but they still had something on. And I, as I recall, the 99% of the men were covered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either with trunks or shorts or a sarong or a towel or something. Yeah. So you are sort of getting into the into the feel of the holiday. But it was a good class for the first day because it did kind of break the ice and get people talking. And it gives, you know, a few things that you can try out while you're there, too. So. Yeah. 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 Then on day two, was or Saturday, we had... Um, a, a group organized to go uh, snorkeling out on the Great Barrier Reef. That ended up being 10 times more fun than I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. because it was a whole group of swingers. The whole boat was all us. And yeah. there was 16, 18 of us? I think so, something like that. And 14, there were 14. 14 of us, 14 yeah. of us. And we knew all but two couples mm-hmm. going into it. And leaving, we liked all the couples. I mean, so it was yeah. great. And it was such a fun experience. It was one of those fucking speedboat things. Yeah. And then jumping off that and snorkeling and having that comfort of knowing the people and knowing that you don't have to be filtered and being able to be goofy and being able to be... uh, Well, and I think part of it for me as well, when we were snorkeling out in the water, because you can kind of... I'm going to say it's a little bit free range and that, you know, you can kind of float over here, you can go over there in different areas all around the boat. And when we've been before, I try to tend to stay close to you. I try to stay near each other. But because this is an entire group of people that we know and we're comfortable with, I would sometimes go over towards these people and, you know, we would point and look at things together or go over towards these people. And, And so I felt better moving around between the different groups, also knowing that we're all kind of looking out for each other. So if somebody gets in trouble, not that in another group it wouldn't happen, but if somebody gets in trouble, that, you know, there's a little more investment to help them. Yeah, no, it is. And I, I, I agree. It's not that somebody else wouldn't help you, but it is when, when the you, group You pay is, attention more. You're more focused, yeah, I feel like. When the group is mostly yeah. friends and either friends that you've had for a while mm-hmm. and friends that you know you're going to make, mm-hmm. it, it does make that sort of relationship uh, of safety, mm-hmm. that safety net, uh, a, a little more palpable. Yeah. So but it was, it was fun doing that, though. Like you said, not having to filter. And the, the poor boat operators, because we made we weren't too bad, I don't feel like, on the ride out to the reef and back. But we made some jokes and some there might have been, you know, some cleavage grabs happening. There was and, a few times that the ladies' bathing suit tops fell off. Yeah. So there, there were some fun things like that. It was um, great. But yeah, it, it was really good. And, yeah. and that was fun. I, I really enjoyed the fact that the whole boat was... Our group, basically. Yeah, I agree. That was so much fun. I I really thought that was great, and a huge shout out to the the, to the couple that organized uh, to organize who organized that. Uh, Yeah, I know they were kind of shocked. It they were like, it sold out within. I think they said, "Hey guys, who wants to do this?" And six hours later, it was sold out. Well, they said, "Who wants to do this?" There were a lot of people saying that they wanted to. So then they said, "Okay, if you want to, here's the number to call and book." And within like thirty minutes, I think it yeah, was booked up. Yeah, from the up. time it was. Yeah. yeah. So it was, from the time that the number was posted to call these people, it was. It was pretty yeah. awesome. 
so that was good. Uh, I really, I really appreciated them doing that. Uh, we need to come up with names for them. We'll have yeah. to see if they have preferred names. Yeah. Because because uh, we're going to be talking about them here in a bit later, I think. Yep. Too. Yep. So um, the the next day we uh, I don't remember. I guess that was Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. we did the new room massage class. So that was a lot of fun. So the the idea was that we would do our the normal sex ed in the city kind of new erotic massage class. It was going to be outside. There was a grassy space between the rooms and the beach. And so we basically, because there was a large group of people, we had arranged to have uh, like big tarps or kind of like the under floor stuff like under um, hardwood floors yeah so all just big plastic laid out across so that way people can we would talk about some of the techniques and we would demonstrate them and we would talk about what it was all that stuff demonstrate techniques and then everybody could do it on a partner their partner someone else's whatever because at this point it's day four yeah there's a lot of familiarity amongst the group and so we basically had the plastic spread out on the grass Not in the original position planned because the original position was in direct sunlight and it was warm. Yes. So we moved it to underneath a tree where there was some shade. And trying to give an an idea of how big this space Mm. was. It was larger than your average bedroom, I would say. Yeah. So it's a big space. Yeah. And there was probably 20 people. 10 10 to 14 couples probably. Mm, Yeah. So 20 to 28 people. Yeah. And so, go ahead. Sorry, I just wanted uh, to... No, so yeah, we'd moved the, the plastic to an area underneath a tree so that it was in the shade. So that way it wasn't quite so hot. And we had this huge tub, like this big bucket of Nuru made up. I think I made 10 liters of Nuru. Yeah, it, it was a ton of Nuru that we had made up. And unfortunately, where the plastic had been moved to under the tree was on a very slight incline. Yeah, I want to make it a point there. It was like a 10-degree incline. Oh, maybe was, if that. It was not a huge incline. It was not a big incline. However, what happened was after we got into the actual Nuru part and, and the the Nuru gel came out and was being spread on people and getting on the plastic, it took maybe 30 seconds before we all started sliding down the plastic down this incline. <laughs> yep. And I can remember very distinctly thinking to myself, if I don't move, I won't slide. So I froze in sort of this, this like outstretched, like just curled up but outstretched arms. Mm-hmm. The sleeping child pose uh-huh. if you're a yoga player. Um, everybody around me was moving. I wasn't moving, but I was still sliding. Because and, everybody is sliding into each other. Yes. And then as this whole mass of people is sliding down the hill. <laughs> and we were all trying to be like give each other space and be respectful. And we're like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. And then finally, like, all right, this is definitely not working. No, no. We need to, we need to move this. So at one point, dumbass me, in warning people that this is clearly very slick, let's not stand up on the plastic. You did say that. I stood up and immediately fell on top of Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Lawrence, for catching my uh, stupid ass. Uh, and then everybody laughed. We all kind of made it to the edges yeah and then we dragged the whole thing up yeah. into the flat area in the sunshine that was gr- pouring that stuff on people yeah. watching there's a couple of moments uh, i kind of took that mental snapshot and looked around and seeing people play with one another and massaging once it was like the class was mm-hmm. over now it's this free it's just play, play time yeah and at one point there was a a train of people that was Male, female, male, female. Playing with each other. Playing with yeah. each other. And all of us were sitting in between other people's legs. Mm-hmm. And that was just awesome. Well, and I know at one point in all of that, because I was massaging you, of course, at the beginning, and then started massaging somebody else. And during all of, after the class was over, and there was this play, and I know I looked up and there was the train of people, but at that point I had uh, one hand in one woman, one hand in another woman, and somebody was behind me massaging me, and I was like, this is great. It was just great. <laughs> yeah. It was such a, a wonderful freeing, like, yeah. you have that conversation before everything happens. Like, this is what is on the table, and this is what we can do. If anybody has any problems, just say, I I need to, I need a break, and yeah. you'll have a break. And so... And there's still talk. I mean, it's not like it's just a free range grab, whatever. No, you know, there's still the, the you know, can I? Yeah, can is I this okay? Massage May you? I do this? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you still have those kind and of brief it was, conversations. It was yeah. just great. It was so much fun. 
But as you might imagine, mm-hmm. we all got a bit crazy mm-hmm. and we were wrapping up with the sexy play stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, guys, let's move this over to the more inclined space. Because we still had a little bit of Nuru left in the bucket. And there was about a 20 degree incline hill yeah. that went towards the beach. Yeah. So we moved, a group of us moved all of the plastic down and then we started the slip and slides. Yeah. That was some of the most <laughs> fun I have done as an adult. And it's just it's silly stuff. But again, it's something yeah. we've said a lot recently, which is adults, we don't have the the allowance or the opportunity to play. Right. And that gave us both. Mm-hmm. It gave us the space to play. It gave us the freedom to, to play. and Permission. Permission to play. Yeah. And to watch people like of all ages mm-hmm. and couples especially they would go we like we did it and then mm-hmm. you know other people were doing it where you would go and slide down hand in hand yeah and there was people taking pictures as you were sliding with you know of course if you wanted pictures for yourself yeah it was just so much fun it was fun yeah it was it was lovely to have that slip and slide and it was a great way to use up the rest of the new room yeah I mean. <laughs> and we've seen a number of people since then uh-huh. in fact um, last night, which has been about six weeks since yeah. since Passion, we ran into some folks last night, and two different couples said to me, that was so much fun. That was a highlight of the vacation. Yeah. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. So, it, again, give yourself the chance to play. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed that. It was a fun week, or a fun long weekend. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Not Passion? Not about Passion. Yeah. Uh, so Friday night, actually, before we start Friday night, let's take a quick break and, uh, mm-hmm. run a, uh, run an ad for somebody else. Ooh. Join us on the wet coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamish and open relationships from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us, and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, though we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the Wet Coast. And we're back. Are we? Yeah. Oh, jeez. But we're going to move away from passion yep. in paradise. Bye, passion. And we're going to move on to Friday night. What so the was more Friday? Recent, more the recent past. Uh-huh. Uh, Friday was the seventh uh, pendulum party that we've mm-hmm. had. And it was fucking amazing and amazing fucking. Yes, I would agree on both of those. Uh, it was awesome. So I actually will... We'll, 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 of course, talk about this, but I actually had something that I had never done before that I've always wanted to do. So as you know, this year has been a, a big year for me and checking I off know. things of doing firsts, yeah. getting firsts, especially things I really wanted to do. So what did we do? Um, <laughs> so I was traveling all this week. I was traveling in uh, Adelaide and we, I got home and then... A few within a few hours, we were at the club getting ready to do our class. We had a sex ed in the city class on anal play and pegging. Won't talk too much about that, other than that it was a great class, mm-hmm. had a great turnout, and it went really well. And once again, I'm constantly reminded whenever we do this class that when people ask me questions while you've got a giant dildo shoved up my ass, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to concentrate and answer those questions. Yeah, it's kind of fun to watch, though, because you're struggling trying to hold a thought, and you're like, I can't do it. I can't. I just can't, can't do it. I can't, th- I can't adult right now. <laughs> uh, so, But afterwards, we quickly reset, and some of those folks stayed, and some of those folks left. Mm-hmm. More people stayed than I expected, yeah. which was great. And Pendulum Party started. So we ended up having... Ended up being 65 people. 65 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight Single males, seven single ladies, and then 25 couples. Yep. And then us and staff and whatever. And then us and staff and whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, we had a couple that came down. uh, Well, we had couples from Adelaide, Mm -hmm. multiple couples from far west New South Wales, Mm -hmm. people coming up from the south, people coming down from the north. Yeah. It's lovely people coming from kind of 
I would say kind of all over the Sydney region and the greater Sydney region and yeah. even further reaches of Australia, which is, it's really, it's really great to see people from different areas interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a triad. We yep. had uh, a, a, a trans lady. Mm-hmm. We had, it was just great. The number of people who were there who we hadn't seen before, mm-hmm. I would say a third of the people were, re- were repeats mm-hmm. and two thirds were brand new. And it was, mm-hmm. it was so great. And the, the positive the conversations and positive remarks that people made about the space was, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always... It's always lovely to see people that are comfortable in that space, whether it's their first time there, because it can be kind of nerve-wracking going into that kind of environment, and especially this being a slightly different party, it could go well for you or it might not. Yeah. Um, but it did seem like that most people that we talked to anyway were very positive and very comfortable, and I'm... I'm grateful for the fact that Lawrence has given us the opportunity to open up that space to different communities and to different people that may not have otherwise come. Yeah, it's it's such a, you know, not not to go all positive Our Secret Spot, but really I have to go all positive Our Secret Spot because there's no other club that, you know, in Australia that mm-hmm. we know of that will give space to, to us, the, mm-hmm. to these folks uh, who may not have a space to play, mm-hmm. and to give them a, a a safe space is is such a yeah. it's such an awesome thing to do. So yeah, huge shout out to our secret spot, Lawrence and Jess. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knows we love them anyway. But so we ended up. I was stressed out because having worked all week and having immediately come home, immediately done the class, I was in like business mode. Yeah. So one couple that we really like and we've played with a few times. They were like, hey, let's go upstairs. And they had already been upstairs, and I was kind of, like, in my stressy mode. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I think it was you. You were like, all right, I'm, we're going upstairs. Well, what started was around 10 o'clock. You were kind of stressy, and you were working. You were doing stuff. But at that point, many of the people had arrived. There were there were a lot of new people. There were a lot of tours. Um, I know I did a, a tour, too. You did a bunch of them. Um but yeah, around 10 o'clock, a lot of the tours had been done. It was at the point that I felt like the staff could handle what was going on. You know, people were getting their drinks, and tours were mostly done. Sheets were okay. We'd had a couple of sheet changes at that point already, which is awesome that people get playing early. They're like, yeah, ready to get going. Yeah, um, yeah but it was at, around the 10 o'clock mark, it was kind of, I was like, you need to come out, start coming down from work mode, stop stressing about it. And start thinking about maybe playing a little bit because the staff has it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Like, it's at the point now where things are running, things are going, yeah, but it, everybody's yeah. in their space, and, and you need to... Just calm down and have some fun. I know, but I just want to, you know me, I want to make sure that everybody is there and having fun, but also to make sure that the staff isn't stressed out and overworked. I know. Uh, But you can also do that by stepping away, and because you stress, that puts stress on others around you. I wasn't overly stressed. I didn't feel like I was overly stressed, was I? No, but but people can tell that you weren't comfortable. All right, fair enough. And, I mean, not maybe not other people, but people that know you. Okay. And, uh, and everybody that does know you knows that Pendulum Night, you always stress. <laughs> That's true. And it was funny because so. little Jess looked at me at one point. She's like, everything is okay, honey. Yeah. 
I know, I know it's okay. I'm just, yeah. I want to help and make sure that everything. She's yeah. like, you can help, just go away. <laughs> yeah. So, but at that point, uh, I pulled you to the front room, and we sat on the couches in one of the lounge rooms, and we're talking to some folks that we were going to end up playing with, and I think we all knew that we were going to end up playing with them. And so we were talking to them, and I could tell that you were still. A, I'm not going to say nervous, but you were kind of looking and watching and your eyes were darting around and you were still kind of stressy. And then you were like, I'm just going to go make sure the sheets are okay. And I'd already, I recently, prior to that, I'd been up one side. So I knew that sheets were fine that way. I was like, okay, that's fine. You go check the sheets because I know that's going to make you feel better. So you came down a few minutes later, all was good. And at that point we started to head towards the locker rooms to dress down. Yep. And got stuck along the way talking to people, had some lovely conversations on the way down. It ended up being 10.30 or so by the time we got to the locker room. And there was a group of us at that point that were all dressing down at the same time. Yeah. So we got dressed down, yeah. went up to one of the playrooms. Yeah. And, and I was, think that's kind of just trying to pull you into play mode and out of work mode. Yeah, and, yeah. and so... And it was a group of people that... Some of them we had played with before. There was a single female we had not played with before, but she fit in very well. And so she joined us in that group up there. And so there was five of us, which again was something that we had never done is, is, uh, male, male, triple female. Mm. We had never had a play session like that. That was interesting uh, of that kind of dynamic. Yeah. And that was really interesting because, you know, having, we talked a lot to the single female, but we had never really talked about like what's her play style and what does she like mm-hmm. and, and so we sort of jumped into that she'd already played with the other couple yeah she had played with the other couple just earlier that night and then it was clear yeah and we've played with the other couple before yeah many times yeah and then we wanted to go up and the we were all like do you want to join us and she mm-hmm. was like is that okay I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> oh yes got your berry white on uh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and that was that was great, and that ended up being a lot of fun. And that was fun because it kind of started off with I was making out with him, and you were making out with her, and the the single female was I think also involved with her and you, and kind of around between. And then at some point, as play evolved, I know that I was interacting with the other two females, and you and he were kissing yeah. and making out a little bit, and it just kind of it was one of those wonderful little puppy piles where it, it is just whichever of the five of us was in front of the other one. It was know, awesome. That's who you were playing yeah. with. I have um, such a massive crush on him. Yeah, uh, and and really everybody in that group are, yeah. are people that I'm like I really like you people, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and while we were playing, another group of people came, and this is up in the new space where the spa used to be. So there's two big beds up oh, yeah, there I don't know now. If we've told the people at home that the spa is no longer there. Lawrence chopped it up. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, and then also he got rid of the smoking area. Yep. Yay! Uh, and he's replaced that with a glory hole with a little red light, so you know if somebody's yes. back there. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Totally love that. Yeah. And so, but yeah, as we were, we were playing up in that space. So we were kind of on one of the beds, the five of us were, and some other folks came in on one of the other beds. There were people all standing around because it's also right where the massage tables are just next to that. So there were people standing around watching and playing and touching themselves. And there were people on the massage tables playing with each other, also watching. It was crazy. But it It was from like the five of us, let's go up there and play. And And it was empty. It was empty. And then like 20 minutes later, I looked around and I think I did a quick count of 16 people in that little hallway and space and people watching. And yeah, was awesome. Yeah, it really was great. Uh, but it was one of the things that I, I kind of looked up at one point. I was like, holy shit, where did all these people come from? But it was, it's just such a good space up there now. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much. So people at home are going, so what happened, Bradford? What is the one thing that you've always wanted to do that you never had an opportunity to do? And so he, the, the a fellow that was with us, started having sex with his partner yes. while she was going down on me. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so she's going down on me, and he's uh, fucking her from behind. And I love to 69 in that position when mm-hmm. somebody is fucking the woman from behind. And that way I can lick balls, I can lick taint, I can lick vagina. It's, it's like, it's like a, a regular plethora cornucopia buffet of mm-hmm. awesome things that I want to put in my <laughs> mouth. And so uh, we had a little bit of trouble starting out trying to find the rhythm. Because... Mm-hmm. 
there's a face down there now and yeah. you know it just gets in the way and so there's a lot of the I know right I got in the way what can I say uh, but look I want what I want <laughs> and so yeah that was good because you were like may I 69 while you're doing this and, and they were both like oh yeah yeah <laughs> and so you know I, was, I had these balls in my mouth while he's fucking her and it was just amazing and I think he enjoyed it and then ultimately mm-hmm. he came and mm-hmm. then pulled out and I instantly started going down on her mm-hmm. which is something I've always wanted to do and it was I'm getting all aroused right now just thinking about it Um, (laughs) I probably shouldn't touch myself either I'm now masturbating while recording a a podcast Um, it was amazing and what's wrong with that? I know (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome I had Mm. again had never done that I always wanted to do that Mm -hmm. and it's something that I think I could definitely get used to Uh, so that is a wonderful taste (laughs) anyway uh, so yeah, that was kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so we started kind of calming down and then I was like, I really want to fuck someone. Mm-hmm. And since you and I had not seen each other for a week, mm-hmm. I really wanted that someone to be you. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to fuck you. And they were like, Oh, do, do you mind if we stay up and watch? I was like, absolutely you can. And so I got behind you mm-hmm. and I have no idea what you were doing on your end. But while I was fucking you, I was kissing one of the two ladies. I was kissing the other one. I think I was kissing the, I started with the, the one who has a partner and then went to the single female. Yes, but, but we, I, at one point I was kissing both of them yeah. at the same time. And I think you were kissing him. Yeah. And then I Again, started, it's just that whoever's, whatever's yeah. there. And, yeah. and then I started really heavily making out, which is just great. I love the idea of fucking you, mm-hmm. but I'm making out with the new lady mm-hmm. uh, who we had never played with. And that was just, that did it. And yeah. then uh, you were, you said those magic words that really worked for me, which were come on my back. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> And so I did, and then I licked it off of you as well. So I had a lot of semen in me at yeah. the end of that uh, play session, which is exactly like I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And there's something for me so hot about licking my own cum off of you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is, but it's something for me that that's one of my, it's gotten to the point to be one of my major triggers that mm-hmm. I really enjoy doing. So, yeah. I love it because I like to feel you come on my back, and then I love just... I mean, almost immediately. So you've got the warmth and, and, you know, the liquid from that. And then almost immediately, then your tongue's running up my back. And it just, it feels kind of amazing. Like, it's really lovely. I have an erection problem right now. I know, I see that. (laughs) Do you want help with that? Yes, I do. Do the listeners want to hear me help with that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that'll be on our uh, Patreon page. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if you want to hear Angela go down on me. Uh, So... Yeah, it was, uh, that was a lot of fun. So we ended up yeah. wrapping up there and giving that space up to yep. some other people. And we went downstairs to a, a crowd of people as we walked by. They were all like, that was fucking hot. I think I heard that two or three times as we mm-hmm. walked through the crowd. And uh, we went downstairs, got some drinks. Yeah. Um, and then, to be honest, the next... So that, that was about 11.30, probably. Yeah, and we spent the next few hours talking to people, kind of yeah. moving around between spaces and crowds of people. Because there's a lot of people there we wanted to talk to and catch up with, yeah. we hadn't seen in a while. And a lot of people we hadn't met, we yeah. wanted to talk to and make sure that they, things were going well. I can remember a couple couples and, and the triad, that mm-hmm. people I really wanted to talk to, and only talked to them for a brief moment. And then from then on, it was just and like... And then we got pulled away yeah. or something, yeah. Uh, the triad was... Oh, they were hot. They yeah. are very high on my list of people I want to, I need to talk to. <laughs> uh, she, I commented on her the second she walked in because I thought she was somebody that we had met at Desire. And I was like, whoa, she had like she, a doppelganger. She very much resembled that person because I had the same kind of, kind of second take when I saw her. And I was like, no, but it can't be. Yeah. Like, this is Australia. Like, worlds and, collide. Worlds yeah. collide. Uh, and she was beautiful. Yeah. And then... The two fellas that were with her, both of them are like, these are like, I think I'm, I always say like, oh, they're, that's my, like, that's exactly what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm attracted to. Uh, every male at Pendulum Party, <laughs> I was attracted to. <laughs> I think I'm sliding up the Kinsey scale again uh-huh. uh, because I'd slid back down to more interest in women mm-hmm. and now Pendulum has slid me back up to the uh, more interest in men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, every, yeah, but these two guys, I was like, woof, uh, yeah. yeah, 
anyway. But yeah, so, we, we spent the next couple hours though, kind of wandering through, talking to people. I know a few times we kind of went to check out some of the spaces and see what was going on. Because at one point we were downstairs talking to some folks, and all of a sudden I looked up, and the, the front two lounge rooms had been reasonably full. And then they just cleared out, and there were what six or seven of us left sitting yeah, there. We're like, where did everybody go? And so I was kind of like, well, it must be busy upstairs. So I took a wander just to see. And yeah, the shackle room was packed. The petite room door was closed. So there were people in there. Yeah. Again, that massage table and the new space was was packed. I did see the glory hole being used at least four times. I saw, which yeah, is great. And none by us. I know. I kept meaning. I kept meaning to get there, and the one time when I was gonna go there, we went up to that space, and again there was like eighteen yeah. people up there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna push people out of the way just so I can get yeah. behind the glory hole. But yeah, it was, and I think someone was at the glory hole yeah. when that happened. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, and the the single guys uh, were mostly well behaved. There was one incident, but I think he left uh, very early. Yeah. Uh, but he was were, way drunk. He was way drunk. Yeah. Like, it's just bad decisions. Um, but yeah, it was such a, like the single guys were all great. We chatted yeah. with a lot of the single fellows mm-hmm. and I think we took most of them on tours. Mm-hmm. I think you took one on a tour and mm-hmm. we took one as a couple on a tour. And yeah, they were all so like a like kid in a candy store kind of thing, yeah. but, but still very well behaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was interesting, too, to watch them because there's always that question as to where do people fit on the Kinsey scale and how into men are they, how into women are they, you know, where are you on that scale? And and each of them, it was, because it's also something that I find really hot and I love to watch, but each of them that I saw at some point was playing with another guy in some capacity. Yeah. And I find that very sexy. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, I just want to sit here and watch this. <laughs> Mama wants to get what Mama wants. Yes. So, yeah. And then we we chatted with a couple of fellas. And there were two guys that were had not met before, but they mm-hmm. met at Pendulum Party. Mm-hmm. And they was both of their first time. Mm-hmm. I think both of them were a little on the nervous side. And both of them were... So they both of them were hanging out together. And it was kind of cute because they were always together. And I really would love to know what... I would love to hear their story as to what had happened yeah. before we caught up with them. Um, after we caught up with them, you and I took a step. They got away from us, I think, to get more wine. Not to run away from us. Right, right. <laughs> but to get more wine. And uh, I looked at you and I was like, I want to play with them. I want to play with both of them. we got to have to make this happen. And you were yeah. like, all right, let's do that. And well, it was late in the night. It was probably one thirty at this point. Well, yeah, it was late in the night, but I know we took a wander around and couldn't find them yeah. again for a little while. And then at some point, they reappeared, and we were just going up to the orgy room at that point to play up in that space. Yeah. And, and you invited them up to play with us. There was another couple in there at the time as well. And so the four of us, the two single guys and you and I started playing on the bed. So in as many as three weeks, you've had two MMMFs. I know. Like. Yeah. yeah. That one, unfortunately, was cut a little bit short because it, by the time I think we started playing, it was probably... 2.20, 2.30. Yeah, I would have said 2.15 or something. And the club something. closes at 3. Yeah, so we, we didn't get up there until late. I don't think I quite realized what time it was, but we started playing with them. And so there was a lot of oral going on. And well, I was going down on the one guy, and you were going to get down on the other. And yeah. there was a lot of like, like well, cross groping between one the two of, fellas. Yeah, there was groping between the two fellas, and I think the one was going down here and there on the other one. And yeah, a lot of oral play and, and hands and things. And I was, at that point, I was in the mood to play with someone like my toy. And yeah, so that was I. Clear. Yeah, and so I was just kind of doing that. And with, I wasn't in a hurry because I also didn't realize that it was getting later. I, I knew and, it was what time it was. And I kept trying to look at you and tell you, like, it's late. Yeah. But you were in your, like, cat in a mouse thing. <laughs> and you would look at me, and I could tell you were looking at me, but you weren't registering I, me. No. And I'm like, I was in my own headspace. Because yeah. that's why I kept saying, I, I looked at you at one point. I was like, do you want me to get you a condom? You're, you look at me like, why? Like, <laughs> I'm still playing. I'm like, it's like late. But then uh, once the staff kind of gave the, you know, what, 15, 20 minute warning, whatever. And and then I was like, okay, well, we do need to move this along. And and so at that point as well. Oh, he wanted to fuck you so He did, but we didn't have time. And, but that's okay. If he gets in touch with us, there'll be another chance. (laughs) Mama will make a point. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we kind of needed to wrap things up and, and. 
so and I could tell that you were all pretty close and so I was like okay I want you all to come on me and yeah. and so then I laid back and you all two came, of us came two, on two me. of you yeah. came on me yeah and that was that was really hot because then awesome. I had all this this semen on me and I was just rubbing it oh, around God. it was just so moist and lovely I love seeing you yeah. covered in cum I'm getting to it the feels point. good and I, smooth and slick yeah, and yeah it's like and I know we've talked about it on the podcast before it's like I am less interested in coming inside of you mm-hmm. rather than coming on you uh, and that's I just want to yeah mm-hmm. and I like watching people come on you and it's really cool it's really interesting because I'm the more I'm seeing you play with more guys the more I really like that and the mm-hmm. idea of like the gangbang and the and the bukkake and yeah. all, that, all that really turns me on to sort of not to see you it's interesting because it's not to see you exactly objectified because I know you really enjoy it right. and I think that's what it is is that you getting what you really want mm-hmm. and I don't think I quite understood how much you enjoy it yeah uh, because it's funny I, and this is a bit of a diversion from Pendulum for sure, but, you know, we see in porn where women are like, oh, yeah, come on my tits, come on me, and come on me. And I still think of the first time you told me to come on you when mm-hmm. we were just still kind of cooking up. And I'm like, she's just telling you this because she thinks that's what you want to hear. <laughs> and it's taken me years to really understand that when you say that, it's because you really want it to happen. Yeah. That's what you Because it want. turns me on. Yeah. yeah. And it's just weird to... It's, it's, it's hard for me to, to separate that from what porn is telling you mm-hmm. to tell me and what you are actually telling yes. me. Because one, I don't want, and the other, I really do. Yeah, I'm not reading off a script. I'm telling you yeah. what I actually really want. Which is, yeah. you know, but you know how rare that is. No. I mean, I should know it from you. But still, it's, it's not, I think we, we live in a world where it's sometimes hard to yeah. separate those two things. Either way, it's fucking hot to watch people come on you. Mm. And, uh, yeah, now I'm thinking in the future that I'll start looking off other people's come after they come mm. on me because that sounds fun as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I enjoy. Um, yeah, so we wrapped up. Um, the one fella did ask uh, afterwards. He was like, oh, yeah, so um, the other fellow and I are thinking of maybe going and doing an after party. Is there an after party? I was like, Oh man, the only after party we're going to have is passing out because this is like at three o'clock. And we were exhausted, yeah. And I had been up early. I had been awake late the night before because mm. I'd had a long Tinder date, um, which was an awesome date. But at the same time, it was like I probably could have made a better decision than to do it on Thursday mm-hmm. <laughs> before pendulum night. Uh, so I actually have had Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, uh, late nights every night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh yeah so we i was like no i was like honestly we're gonna go home but message us we're both interested in both of you guys just keep us in that loop and we'll mm. love to see you guys again and so yeah, yeah one of them has already messaged us and we'll have to uh put something together yeah for sure i'm now thinking i'm now trying to imagine your birthday in which because mm-hmm. spoiler alert people who have not yet heard desire podcast because we have recorded them uh we didn't do the bukkake thing and no, then, and there's a few different reasons for that we can we'll get into. we'll discuss that yeah. later. But um, now I'm thinking for your birthday, what I'm going to do is cultivate a list of mm-hmm. men that are going to be invited to uh, do a, a, a gangbang slash bukkake yeah. party yeah. at our secret spot. I think that'd be fun. Um, yeah. We need to talk to Lawrence about this because uh-huh. I think he's going to be like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, I want to yeah. see Spoiler alert, this. Lawrence, we're going to talk to you about this. Hey, buddy. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Pendulum was amazing. It was exactly what I needed. That's true, because it'll be my 40th. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For your 40th, you're well, going to have... I just was like, yeah, birthday, whatever. But yeah. no, it's going to be my 40th, so yeah. yay. Do you want to see if you can hit like a, a record Get of like 40 sort? of them? Yeah, 40, 40 guys? Yeah. That seems like... One for each year? That seems like a we massive one, fuck ton. We could each <laughs> do one for each year that you've been fucking. So you've had your first sex at, what, 16? 16? So, yeah. I mean, that's less. <laughs> 24 guys? That still seems like a very large number. Uh, it's not terrible. <laughs> I call it a Thursday. <laughs> oh my god! That's you're 24 guys. Where the average ejaculate is what? A couple of tablespoons. Uh-huh. So that's 48 tablespoons. Uh, an eighth of a cup is three tablespoons. Are you gonna make like a slushy out of it? What are you divided by three? That's 16 eighths of a cup divided by eight. That's two cups of semen. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's like... Uh, oh, then we need to get the semenology book and make cocktails out of all of it. We totally should. That's like 400 mils of semen. Yeah, that's a lot. Is that right? Is my math right? People at home are screaming at me out there saying the math is right. Either way, wrong. we anyway, know it's, it's a, a lot. Ton. It's, it's a, a metric fuck ton. Yeah, it's a lot of semen. <laughs> yeah, be awesome. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I sort of want to see that now. Mm-hmm. I sort of want them to all come in a cup and we just pour it on you. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll microwave it so it's nice and warm. Um, I can tell you that that's not going to be as sexy as you kind of maybe <laughs> sort of imagine it. We can totally rule 34 this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, so that was that was Pendulum. Yeah. It was great. It was a really successful night, and and it, it's always interesting to me how the vibe is very different. It's it's just it seems to be a bit more relaxed, and people are comfortable, and there you know there are regulars that come back, but that's any night at OSS. You're always going to have the regulars, so it's not even like it's all the same group of friends or anything like that. It's just that people are in that mindset, they're accepting, and it, you know it's it's not an issue what kind of play you want, what your sexuality is. If you happen to bump into someone, it's okay. You know, again, if you've got people playing up in the orgy room, you know, different groups of people playing on the bed and two guys happen to, you know, their arms touch, well, that's okay. No, nobody's going to freak out about it. And it just really does create a lot more of a relaxed environment. Yeah, and it's interesting because you do find yourself, like, just putting your hand out and accidentally laying it on somebody's leg Mm -hmm. and not going, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Or, oh, sorry, or anything like that. It's just like, because you know that the group that you're playing with is comfortable with that. It's just like, even if there is no other touch between the guys mm-hmm. it's that kind of touch is okay mm-hmm. and that's nice yeah so. uh do we want to wait and talk about last night no let's go ahead okay the couple from passion in paradise put together an amazing when i say amazing i mean fucking amazing meat mangle at a local pub last night yeah they do a really good job with their meat and mingles. Oh my god, it's and so much fun! And we probably have talked about them before, but they we do. have talked about them. We need to come up with a good name for yeah. them. Uh, we'll I'll message him mm-hmm. uh, tonight or tomorrow and ask them. They the the meat and mingles that they do, they sort of they cultivate the list, but at the same time, anybody who really wants to come and has a good ad, positive attitude can come. Right. So they do they do put it out there for people to to express interest. But also spots are limited. You know, there's not a lot of space. So you get maybe, I think this one had like 20 couples. It started off supposed to be 15 and then. No. No. It was supposed to be 20 to 25 and uh-huh. they ended up with 30 or 35 couples. Okay. It was yeah. fucking, the, that's why the bar was packed. Okay. Um, which I'm sure the bars, they were like, their pupils were dollar signs. But yeah. it was a bunch of people. Yeah. So, yeah, the the, the scope creep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but they they did this meet and mingle. They do games. Uh, they do a good job at getting, again, positive, like-minded people together and getting people mingling and talking to one another and making sure that you don't get stuck talking to the same couple the entire time. Yeah. They do a very good job with that. So, you know, she he does really good at cultivating the list. Mm-hmm. She does really good at making people mingle and talk mm-hmm. to one another. And then they come up with these games where they're questionnaires. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you're forced to talk to people. And you have to go out and ask people questions. and, and To find the answers. To find the yeah. answers. And that's really, it's really great. And it works so well. Mm-hmm. So they did that. And then after that, we went to our secret spot again mm-hmm. for their beginning of summer party. Because in Australia, summer starts on December 1st. Not the solstice. Don't ask. So... Yeah, we had the summer party, which was a bit weird because I'm so used to seeing people walking around the club in lingerie. Yeah. And to see people walking around in swimsuits was just kind of like, it felt anachronistic. But some swimsuits are beautiful, so yeah. it, that was kind of cool. I mean, it was still great. Uh, the attitude, you know, it's, it was having gone to Pendulum Party the night before and then to the summer party, it felt completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily a bad way, but no, just in all. a different way. Yeah. Um, we had so many wonderful conversations with yeah. so many wonderful people. It was good because there were a number of people at the drinks thing and then later on at the club that we hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. And so it was lovely to talk to them and to kind of catch up and and just be able to chat for a bit. And We saw some people that we had seen at Passion that yeah. had come down yeah. or up just for this. And it was really cool. And there was a number of people who had gone both nights. Mm-hmm. 
Passion, or to, I'm sorry, uh, Pendulum, and then also to the Summer Party. Mm-hmm. And to hear them talk about the differences in the parties and the difference in the people, mm-hmm. it was just kind of interesting and to hear that. And both are good, just in different yeah, ways. Yeah, just different yeah. ways. It's whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good night. Yeah. It, of course, ended with me having a low blood sugar, which triggered a panic attack, and uh, thus putting me in a very bad headspace for the rest of the night, uh, that paranoid what's going to happen next headspace. And I felt a little guilty about that. Well, we stayed for probably 45 minutes after that. Yeah. But I could tell that you weren't calming down to the point that you needed to be to stay really the rest rest of the night. And so I'd asked you a couple of times if you wanted to go home. And you were trying to fight it. You're trying to say no. And then finally you were like, let's go home. I just, it's... But it was one thirty at that point, so it was still late. Yeah. I just felt bad because there were people I wanted, I really wanted to play with. I know. And I couldn't... I don't know. I just couldn't get my head yeah. where I yeah. needed it to be, which is, I mean, I guess this is sort of headspace revisited, but it, it's it's frustrating to to know that you want something mm-hmm. and then not be able to do it. That's It's such a weird thing to, to know that you want to play and want to be in the mindset to play, and that's something that you really, really want. Mm-hmm. But then you can't, but that doesn't make sense because it's all in your head. It's not a physical thing at that point. Yeah. It's not like um, performance anxiety or, or erectile issues. It's all mental, which honestly is worse. And I used to not think that. Mm-hmm. I used to think like, oh, the worst thing is, is performance anxiety or, you know, prob- I can't get erectile an erection. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm, I'm realizing that I can still do a lot of wonderful things with my mouth and hands mm-hmm. if I can force myself up those stairs and and do it. And I just, well, I think I couldn't calm down. Yeah, as I, was, I think where you were is, is you couldn't calm down. You couldn't get the thoughts out of your head. You couldn't, you know, you you kept being worried that people were noticing. They were looking at you. They were thinking something was wrong or whatever, which nobody really was. Now some very close friends that we happened to be sitting yeah. with at the time did yeah. and and they realized which was completely fine oh, yeah, yeah. but nobody else did and but it's in your head you're thinking this and then you're like well what are they thinking about me da, da, da. and then you've also got all your own stuff going on and you it's almost like you can't give yourself permission to calm down yeah and that's, yeah. yeah and then you you were okay but you just couldn't make it that extra bit to then really get back into the headspace to play yeah, it was frustrating. And it's frustrating that it's blood sugar related. And, yeah. You know, and it's just, I don't know, it makes me angry. But it ended up being a good night. We made it home. And it's funny because we had sex and it was great sex. Mm-hmm. But I could even tell then that what I really needed was that reconnection yeah. with you. And which the sex was definitely what that was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Mm hmm. Because I even thought during the sex, it's like, this is not our normal sex. This is not the way we normally sex. No. <laughs> Uh, it's but it's funny. Yeah. How is that for you though? Like when I'm in not in the right headspace and we're having sex, what does that feel like for you? To me, it is a lot more nurturing, okay. and so it becomes then almost like uh, the best way I can describe it is like cuddle sex. Yeah. Is uh, it's not about physical pleasure. It's not about there's no of course any dumb sub stuff going on. It's just it's just cuddle sex. It's all about. Um, like wrapping you up and making you feel safe and giving you, you know, just that, that security blanket that you need. Yeah. That's what it is for me. It's more nurturing. It was good. It was good sex, but it was, yeah, not our normal. No. Grr. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So any other thoughts about? No, it's been a busy and amazing weekend. And yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah. It's been crazy. Um, good crazy, but still crazy. Yeah. A lot of good sexy um, times. Yeah. At some point, we need to podcast and talk about the Tinder date. Because well, we haven't really talked about that. Yeah, but we'll not, have to do that. Not tonight. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, folks. Nope. Nope. Save that for another time. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, if you have... We've got tons and tons. When I say tons, I mean tons of questions have come in over the last couple of weeks. We promise we will get to them. It's just... we're Yeah, we promise we'll get to them. Uh, in the meantime, send us your questions. <laughs> Uh, theatomsoflove at gmail.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We are at By the By Podcast on all of those. Uh, check out our website, www.bythebye.com.au. If you want to help us out and you know you do, give us a review on whatever uh, podcast source that, you, you, that you're listening on. Or you can go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast. 
help us out, listen, uh, send us uh, some stuff, and we can send you some stuff. Uh, so, yeah, if you are a uh, $2 or more Patreon, we've got uh, patron, we've got uh, articles that we've put up, we are currently cultivating all of our daily desire downloads, <laughs> triple Ds. You think double D is good, try the triple Ds. So... Yeah, we'll we'll put those up there, and uh, who knows? Maybe we will put up a uh, recording of us oral sexing and maybe normal sexing. That'd mm-hmm, be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, that's how you can get our by the by uh, cum rags. Which, if you were at Desire, you got one of those for free. If you were at Passion, you got one of those. We give them out. Uh, to people when we go to places, but you have to go to those places to get them. It's also fun to have lots of cum rags because I can't tell you how many we have that we cycle through. And yeah, it, I mean, right. one cum rag is not enough. It's never we currently enough. have three next to the bed. Yeah. Because so, yeah. we, yeah. we come a lot. And, then, and, and, you know, I have to wipe my face off because <laughs> I want you to have a clean seat yes, I before know. you sit down. That's very uh, polite of you. So, yeah, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, help us out. We definitely appreciate all of our patrons. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week where we talk about something. I don't know. Something. Hi, this is Jace, co-host of the Multi-Amory Podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love, everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 